Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I knew it. I freaking knew it. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the week three Swolecast here on Rotogrinders.com. I'm David Kitchen, joined by Dan Gasper, Mr. Total 05, joined by Davis Maddock, and joined by one of the hardest working guys that there is, Peter Overzet. Peter, how's it going? Going good. Just another day at the office. Had to throw the hard hat on. Ready to hand build some lineups, take down some more showdown slates. Uh, you know, just the usual, Dave. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the front of your hard hat say? Work hard. What does it say? Work, work zone. zone. <laughs> you guys have entered the work zone. Here's the thing, Peter. It, it, to my knowledge, does not have any kids. So, like, where did you where did you score this outfit, buddy? Uh, he Amazon, he Amazon primed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I messaged Dave. I was like. My costume arrived. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was wondering where you would go with it, but the fact that you didn't have it when you first, I like how you wanted to surprise us. Like that's yeah, I can't have you know the reaction ruined five minutes before the show. We're just like you know, we're just like the chat, just like people watching this, uh, listening to this in their cars. Uh, so we appreciate that, and and we're going to work hard for everyone. You know, the hand builders really showed up last week. We got a ton of response. Davis, what's what's your like takeaway? Because you found out on the show that people build lineups by hand, and then as the week goes on, more and more people start to come out. So what what's your takeaway now about the line builders as opposed to maybe last week? You know, I my DFS privilege was blinding me. I just I I was so deep in this world of like, you know, all like all my buddies and everything I talk about is like, you know, playing lots of lineups and rules and and correlated key boosts and like that is just that is just not the experience that most people have with DFS, which is crazy. Though I I 
I didn't want to spoil it before the show. I was able to get in contact with um, Nicole Valencia, who works on the tech side at Rotogrinders. And, um, you know, Pete, I, I hate to do this to you in front of everyone, but she was able to match your Rotogrinders account <laughs> with a lineup HQ run that matched the winning lineup I, from your lineup. On. You guys are breaking on up. Sunday night. I can't hear you, Devin. I think we're having technical difficulties. I can't hear anything. I, I think they just asked me about my big showdown win. It is pretty incredible to hand build 60 lineups on back to back Sunday night, Monday night slate <laughs> finish first, essentially in a 60,000 person field back to back night, something yeah. no one on this show will ever accomplish in their lifetimes. And uh, to do it with my bare hands is just, I think it speaks to how much work I've put in as a hand builder over the years and, and the fruits of my labor are finally paying off. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. All right. I, I first of all, David for corporate Davis is just kidding. Second of all, um, Peter, you, there is some real shady business going on here with all these lineups. I don't know how you could possibly work that hard. And still have hands. That's a lot of, yeah, that's a lot of lineups, man. But yeah. Tuttle said it. He said, you don't have kids. I mean, I just got all Six, I have is time. 60, man. 60, dude. <sighs> I so once tried hand building. I once tried hand building three lineups and I just gave up. I <laughs> <laughs> started cramping. This is uh, just a distraction uh, that Davis doesn't want people to realize that I am the preeminent showdown thought leader now. Um, all of the other people are, are done and, and I'm the new king. I actually got a message from Drewby yesterday and uh, he said I was the new king. So it's uh, the truth hurts, guys. All right. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the truth hurting, we had the Listener League last week. And remember, we had some like qualifiers for this Listener League. We had uh, Frank Gore lineup had to cash. One lineup had to have the top lineup with Visca in it. Um, we had two Titans receivers. This is before Corey Davis was even uh, out. And then we had like Jets D. Like who who had Jets D? Tuttle, is that you? Yeah. Boring. Well, we got some, uh, we had the Listener League. Tuttle, you were you did not enter the <laughs> Listener League. And I just want to say, I'm, I am shocked. This is Davis level um, ineptitude for me. Mm, no, I would never miss up. Uh, I would never pass up on a soft game. I mean, save, save, no, myself, not, <laughs> save myself five bucks in the embarrassment. I haven't even looked at your lineup, Davis. In. I don't think it was that soft, was it? I just so. put my cash lineup in. All right. So, um, too many, it was too many clicks to do more than that, Pete. <laughs> 214. A hand built lineup in the Swolecast Listener League by Davis Maddock. Uh, 214 for Matt underscore Pelkey. And he played, he was. You got the Jets. Uh, yeah. And Jesse And LaVisca. All right. So, uh, shout out to him. He came in third total. Um, I do want to say that I did cash in this, um, as did Peter Overzet. Pete, you had a, a good week as well. However, looking at this lineup, you were the only host to not use any of the props. No Jets D. I used two Titans receivers. You you basically manipulated the listener league for your plus EV. Yep. I uh, set everyone up to zig, and then old hand builder galaxy brain Peter sets up the zag there. I did finish in seventh place, and that's the thing, whether it's a main slate, whether it's single entry, whether it's a listener league, whether it's showdown. There really isn't a game type that I haven't conquered these days. 
All right. So Matt underscore Pelkey, uh, you get a shirt, Mike on show 52. I think that's the same Mike on show that calls us the giggle gang. Giggle gang. Um, he Let me tell you this. Fingers. The people that tune into this show wanting like the Silva show, they are like, they are tilting their faces oh, yeah. off right now. <laughs> and then um, we're going to give one to, people. we're going to give one to Aji Kalano because he almost cashed with the Frank Gore, but he literally played all four props and got one fifty three. So um you shouldn't get a shirt on you but we we want to also shout out to nate noling for being one of the worst people in this league with a (laughs) 105.74 we appreciate you nate thanks for being the rake all right before we wrap up kind of the rear view mirror i would like an apology on behalf of all of us for derrick henry who we all played for the first time thank you for being brave enough to say yeah can you can you apologize for the one time we finally play your guy he just shits the bed no, I'm not going to apologize. You guys don't understand the brilliance that is Derrick Henry. And oh. mm. <laughs> you could have been like me and went galaxy brain in the uh, Daily Fantasy Accuracy Cup and played Saquon instead of Derrick Henry, which was uh, even worse. So just be glad that you didn't play Saquon. I want an apology from Tuttle and from Davis for scoffing and immediately gnaw waving my Tannehill and cash play. I mean, it's, no. I mean, sometimes it was it was bad beyond bad. Kyler, bad. Kyler, Kyler, Kyler scored like ten more points than him. Sometimes the bad plays get there. How many? No, how many it, he, he didn't get there because if you played him instead of Kyler, you got less points, and you're an idiot. Their salary on wasn't fan the same. Duel the on Fanduel on Fanduel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, except Kitchen, Kitchen you can't you can't pull that one over on me anymore because I play on FanDuel now. I know, I know, but he still was one of the best points per dollar plays and allowed you to get all the high price studs, Kitchen. like Devonte Adams. If I tell you he's going to throw the ball twenty four times, this is what he did last you, year too. Yeah, but do you play? Yeah, if you if you tell you Kitchen that if you tell Kitchen that he's like, oh, he beat his baseline. I'm all in. January. <laughs> it was January season. I mean, he, four touchdowns. I don't know what else. What else you want? Anyways. Um, there were some people, obviously, last week was just pure carnage. And even some of the hand builders went down because of all the, the injuries. And there was one guy who, in our chat, solicited for lineups. And uh, Pete, go ahead and, like, what, what was the direct message? He sent on a few different ones. Yeah, so, you know, our comments are normally um, a pretty fun place, but this guy came in hot, and Matt Lewis goes, winning lineups, top 10% finish, FanDuel or DraftKings, and then he gave his number, just pasted his number right in there. Yeah. And uh, right before the show, I messaged him on my burner, (laughs) iMessages, iPhone, and I said, hey, looking to get a winning lineup, he immediately responded. I mean, like, scary quick, said, what's Slayton Sport? $10 $10 via cash app or Venmo. So I think today uh, I need some suggestions from you guys. What What's my play here now? I think you ask him what, if there is anything higher than a $10 package that he has, like that you really need help after coming off a really bad week last week. All right. Do you Tell have us- any larger packages I need to win a big one. Tell them that the robot, <laughs> the robot optimizers screwed you, and you're looking for a nice hand built lineup. <laughs> you know, I want a sneak peek. I want a sneak peek of some sort. Yeah, we will. 
What's yeah. our budget for this bit, Dave? Are are you gonna are you gonna transcend if he sends you a lineup with Laird and Chenault in it for Thursday night? Yeah, I will. I mean, well, Thursday perfect. night showdown. It's, this is yeah. We at, we're asking for showdown, right? Thursday night showdown. I think second half Thursday night showdown advice. Okay. I think asking asking if there is a deluxe package. Yeah. All right. I'll keep you guys posted uh, as this develops, and maybe at the end of the show we'll give them we'll get them on the horn. All right. Uh, if you have any comments, feel free to leave them uh, on in the YouTube chat, on our YouTube video. If you're watching this later, make sure that you subscribe so that you get the notifications. We're live. Um, and also subscribe on iTunes. As far as this week goes, we, got, we had lots of injuries. Davis, what's your take on all the value that's out there? Is it good value, good chalk, or not? I think it's all fake value. I, I, value. I, yeah, I think all the, the 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 two spots I see as really opening up are KJ Hamler for just the dead men on DraftKings and um, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. being the other guy at four thousand. I think that that we we've already heard it right. So we've already it's Wednesday and we've already heard the beat writers saying Jeff Wilson Jr. is going to lead the 49ers and carries. They are going to call Jamichael Hasty up from the practice squad obviously no one's wanting to play dl lewis wayne gallman seems like devonta freeman is probably even going to be active for the giants this uh this week and if the 49ers beat writers or the coaches say it then it has to be true well i think they're you i think the usage kind of shows it as well because they've been, he's ran um 29 routes in both week one and week two i believe and has only got three carries in each week so i, I actually kind of think that and we see this happen all the time where one guy gets down, he stays in his role, and then the other guys fill in the other roles. Like this literally, I mean, Tuttle will back me up on this. This is like the tried and true NFL playbook. Yeah, I'm actually shocked that Davis is coming in with a, a measured stance about. Well, Jared I just thought after here. the Jordan Reed incident last week, where they were talking about only 10 snaps, going to ramp him up a little well, bit. Well, that, that was just a Touchdowns at half. What can you do? Hey, he he did only do twenty eight. I think it was only twenty eight snaps. He just absolutely smashed, smash city. Uh, Pete, what kind of you know as far, Pete as Pete who, hates this Mike Pittman take. Go to him for the Mike Pittman. Hey, take. I, I hate to derail the show with this, but I got to give you an update on our our lineup <laughs> seller. Yeah. So I I said, do you have any larger packages? I need to win a big one. And he goes, put my lineup in a single entry contest, and you'll win big. And then he goes, I charge subscribers $10 a lineup or $50 for life. Ooh, $50, 50 for life? Can we, can we please dip into the Swolecast budget to become a lifelong subscriber <laughs> of Mike, the lineup seller? Yes. You can probably take it out of your salary. But <laughs> if, if you send it to him and he sees like your name, he's going to instantly know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he's a spammer or a swole cat? Hang on. Let me ask him if he watches a swole cast. No, don't. He's going to be. <laughs> can't give no. it away. Can't give it away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he can't. That just gives it away. You're the worst Chris Hansen ever. Well, that, we're crowdsourcing. What, what's my next move? You got to hype him up a little bit. Be like, oh, shit, man. That sounds great. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Sick as hell. Yeah, there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what to ask him next, but that's a good start. Ask him if it comes with any on-phone consultations. Yes, there you go. If the lifelong member. Do you do do any phone consultations? All right. right. Sorry, 
Uh, yeah, I don't like Michael Pittman. I don't know why. Davis is, Davis tried to say that he's this year's AJ Brown, and I almost vomited. <laughs> oh, uh, I have a Michael Pittman on my um, Scott Fishbowl team, which oh, is okay. 14- I was about to say you're legally barred from discussing your best ball teams, but you no, want Scott Fishbowl, so it's okay. No, it's the 14th overall ranked team okay. all among right. all the Scott Fishbowl teams, one spot above Tom Everett Scott. So uh, me and TES just holding the fort. Our boy, our boy Amico is top 10. Yeah, El Jefe is number one. So just a bunch of sharps in the top 15, really. All right. Pete, um, Pete, Pete not doing so hot. Lost Barkley. That's what he's, but he, but he put his hard hat on and he went to work on the waivers. Listen to Dale. It's like I have like a 500 or 5,000% ROI this week. And Davis wants to talk about me losing a running back in the free charity. <laughs> you just can't let me have a 5,000% ROI. I'd like to see the math on that, sir. Ask Nicole, since you've been talking with her. <laughs> oh, gee, yeah. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting in the results of DB. Yeah. We... <laughs> she does not just, she does not send out. That yes. Exactly. <laughs> FYI, FYI to people that are listening and wondering. If this is legit, nope. <laughs> All right, um, is legit not a bit. As far as as far as game stacks this week, Tuttle, what are some of the games you're looking at? Oh, I just got sidetracked by Devo's uh, Devin saying he should uh, Peter should ask for references, and I think that's that's actually a really good chance, uh, good idea. Uh, but yeah, game stacks. I mean, it's it's a lot of the same uh, places we've already been looking. Pretty much any game Atlanta plays in. Uh, shoots out so if we want to do the three little bears with Mitch Trubisky again this week I think that's a fine stack um Seattle Dallas I think is going to be the stone chalk stack stone chalk stone chalk I think I mean it's it's tough to avoid some exposures there Russell's going to cook um one of the stacks that I think is kind of interesting that I think is going to go uh, under the radar a little bit is I think the Rams versus the Bills could actually shoot out a little bit that's my number one of the week yeah, uh, point. Uh, the total's already risen two and a half points on that one, and uh, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people targeting that game. They just see two teams that are pretty good they until they listen to the Swolcast. Yeah, until they listen to the Swolcast. But yeah, that, I would say that's my kind of under the radar stack. I uh, would be that game. Pete, is the uh, is the Seattle Dallas game? It's hard. It's hard, it's hard to keep a straight face uh, with you with the not just the hard hat, but also the mic. It looks like you're just really working hard over there. You know how when people tell public speakers like if they're nervous on stage to just picture everyone in the audience like they're naked. Just yeah. picture that I'm Silva when you yeah. talk to me. I want to picture that you're Silva. Are you going back with the Seattle Cowboys game, or is that too chalky for you? I think it's going to end up being too chalky for me. Last week uh, in my single entry hand build, I didn't have any Cowboys or Falcons. Um, probably won't have uh, too much Seattle, Dallas. I do like the Buffalo call. Uh, and I'm kind of interested in this Bengals Philly game too. Lot, lots Jalen of Rager between two use. bad QBs. Wait, why can't we use Rager? He's out torn, now for Torn thumb weeks. ligament. Yeah, Dude, when I know. did this happen? He was going to be my terrible take too. I'm not going to lie. So now I'm I'm scrambling a little bit here. Is this like in the past hour? Yes, yeah. within the past oh, few God. minutes. That's awful. Pete C not grinding hard enough. I grind oh, too I was... too worried about the bits. That's why he needs. <laughs> that's why he needs. Uh, what's the guy's name? 
What's Jalen Rager? The hits just keep coming. The, the lineup seller. What's his name? Mike. M- Mike. Is it Mike Concho? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so well. As as far as the Colts go, you mentioned Pittman, but I I like that for a stack for some of the other options as well. We'll talk about that later. We do have our DraftKings lineup that uh, we're going to get to right after we talk about quarterbacks. Our, our cash team. Yeah, we didn't. We also didn't mention Detroit, Arizona, which is also going to be chalk. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the Detroit side, though, actually, just if I can make this point real quick, I actually think the Stafford, Marvin Jones, T.J. Hawkinson, Galladay grouping as bringbacks and stuff, they're going to be like all all sub ten percent. You know, the hand builders that get in, they see the game logs, they're middling at best, and they they move on. What's wow, Christian Kirk's a shot percentage? At the <laughs> Below the belt. What's uh, what's Christian Kirk's percentage this week? Pete, speak for the people. What do I think his ownership projection is going to be? Oh, yeah. Well, so last week in an incredible spot in the spy, he was only 9%. He's going to be less than that. I, I bet he's 5 or 6% this week. No Ravens, no Chiefs this week. Yeah, I don't know. They People might be playing more, more of him. Um, let's talk about quarterbacks. Kyler, is he three just three points the, better is, than everyone? Is he who we wanted him to be last year? This year, like just play Kyler every week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are some other options outside of Kyler being just the the chalk, the top play? Well, I I, I want to throw this one to Tuttle. Do you actually think that in a weird way? Dak scoring all the rushing touchdowns last week makes him less popular of a play because the it's he's just like a little bit more tilting to stack. Like you know, you do think that it's like Russell Wilson is eighteen percent owned in single entry stuff, and then Dak is like eleven percent owned. Like that's that's kind of the way I see it breaking down. Where people would just rather play Kyler, people would rather play Russ, and because there's kind of the whack-a-mole factor with Dallas guys right now that he ends up being the lowest owned of that tier. Yeah, I, I do think he's the lowest owned of, of that tier. I don't know if that's the reason for it, but yeah, I, I do think. I mean, there's be, a lot of reasons for it. I'm right. Sure. I, I think he'll be. Do you think Russ or Kyler will be number one? I think that's Kyler the, for sure. Kyler. I so. No, I mean, dude, Pete speak for the people, but. I, yeah, I think it's probably going to be Kyler. Look at the game logs, dude. Then we're going to get the Kenyon Drake final final explosion game. Yeah. Kenyon Drake, like 24 DraftKings points this week. (laughs) Shades of last year. Uh, Tuttle, you had Carson Wentz. I'm giving away your play, but you have Carson Wentz as a potential value play on DraftKings in our lineup HQ. Yeah, might have to change it without Rager. No, I don't think it. I yeah. guess it doesn't matter all that much. Uh, he's going to throw the tight ends. He's going to throw to to uh, Deshaun anyways. DJX. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like if you're going under that 6K, which is kind of what I would classify as value um, on DraftKings, you're kind of stuck with Wentz. You're struck, stuck with Trubisky. I think those would be the two. Not playing, not tagging Tannehill. Sorry, Kitchen. That's just not going to happen. Um, but of Wentz and, and Trubisky, I do like, I like the game environment actually for Chicago Atlanta better, but I like Wentz. I, th- I think it's a pretty solid bounce back spot. And I also think it's a pretty solid leverage spot for him. I think Miles Sanders is going to be really chalky this week. Um, so I like the idea of running Wentz out there in tournaments with, again, one of his tight ends or Deshaun Jackson or 
or a double stack just because I think it creates nice leverage off of Sanders. What about Cam? He is projected for a whole lot of points too. I mean, he is, he is accounting for 38% of the Patriots rushing attempts through two weeks. And, you know, to give people uh, a concept of just how much that is for a quarterback, that would be more than Lamar last season accounted for, for the Ravens. Like it is, it's an absurd amount of a run heavy teams rush attempts. Yeah. Uh, Thoughts on boots on the ground. Pete with Cam Newton. Yeah, it does seem like he would be a good tournament pivot off of Kyler for a hundred dollars less. And the other kind of interesting development in that offense is they're now using Julian Edelman downfield. Like his air yard share is actually pretty impressive. It's not just the dink and dunk. So between Edelman and Harry, who is, you know, keeps emerging a little bit more each week. Well, he's so, uh, he's so slow. He has to be the dink and dunk guy now. Cause he can't get down Harry, the field. Harry is the new Edelman <laughs> and now Edelman is the burner. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it does seem like it's, a, I mean, <laughs> last week, their third projected pass catcher was Ryan Izzo. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> it's a pretty concentrated pass game. If you do want to use cam with that double stack. The, uh, the only thing with that game that I'll say is I think you could find a very like limited plays. I think it's going to be a pretty slow paced game. Um, so, I mean, yeah, uh, not, not like the Seattle explosion game. Right. There's just so many other games that you know you're going to get plays out of that. I don't know if you'll get it out of New England and Las Vegas. Tuttle, I did hear on the Gilcast um, that Davis did give you credit for the take about Kyler Murray rushing because of that front Washington defensive line. He called it a hand in the dirt take. Hand in the dirt. I don't. And the thing is, I don't know if that take would hold true this week, right? Because Detroit has one of the worst pass rushes in. In football, well, yeah, I'm but talking I mean, about I'm talking about Baker this week against Washington. Oh, Baker's, Cleveland not with the fast, Baker's not fast yeah. enough, bro. Yeah, no, Baker's not skip, fast. Skip, enough. skip, skip this take, bud. <laughs> yeah, he's this gonna is... screw. He's gonna take, screw hey, hey, sit, sit the next couple ones out. <laughs> we know. All right, we know. I, guess I, I will get my char- my Chargers Panthers <laughs> game stack take then. I will say though, if we're talking about Cleveland, real quick, I was uh, going through the lineup HQ again for Yahoo pricing. Minimum price on Yahoo is $10. Cream Hunt is somehow $13 on Yahoo. And I was trying to figure out why. Look at look at us. Davis on, giving Fanduel takes. On Yahoo. On, on Yahoo. Yahoo. On Yahoo. <laughs> I thought it, I mean, it was kind of, it stood oh, out to me. That is, that is good. Um, Crazy we, what touting will do to you. <laughs> we, Let's let's do our DraftKings lineup, and I know that none of you guys um, presented some sort of thing. So I'm gonna let we're gonna do a what? little bit different. Looking, oh, uh, oh, I was gonna Peter let ready? Pete. I was gonna let Pete pick the style of lineup that we that we do, whether it be game stack or some sort of strategy. Dude, if you uh, remind me like 15 minutes before the show starts, I will I will be ready. It's just how about you just put on your hard hat, grab your whiteboard, <laughs> and be ready for the show that you get paid for once every two years. <laughs> when I remember to submit my invoice, uh, great reminder to do it today. Actually, oh, Dave gosh. sprung it on us last week, and I wasn't ready. Oh, what does butterfly mean? This is the only, <laughs> I don't know. This is the only piece of paper I have by me that I can hold up. It's like one of those eye games where you start really close. And when you pull back, you see Deshaun Jackson. Rebuild. There you go. All right. Deshaun Jackson. It is. Yeah. D Jackson. All right. When, Pete, what do you, D Jackson. Pete, what do you have? 
Well, Dave, Davis did mention this guy, but I said Kyler Murray or no <laughs> KJ <laughs> Hamler in a swole cast cash lineup GPP. Three thousand, right. the stone men, if you will, and having been stone men, bro. Having been how many times? Go ahead. How many times will stone men be said on DFS podcasts in relation to KJ Hamler this week? Too many times. That's why you need your hard hat when you're working around all that stone, Davis. All that chalk. All right. So we got Hamler. Um, Davis, who do you got? Uh, I would just like to take Logan Thomas, please. Okay. All the value plays. All right. Tuttle. Doing Wentz to Sean Jackson stack. Let's do it. Deshaun Jackson and Cash? Yeah, of course. The Swolecast Cash Game lineup has the ethos of a head-to-head GPP lineup. Yeah, similar, very similar um, roster construction thought points. Kitchen, what's your pick? We're going to have to – well, my pick was going to be Curtis Samuel. Um, but <laughs> but we have to spend some salary. If we do Kitchen, Kitchen has already thought to himself – Curtis Samuel plays like a running back like six times this week. We can just get, know we can that get four running backs in this lineup if we play Curtis Samuel. All right. Well, let's go then. Let's go not Curtis Samuel. Let's go with uh, DJ Moore. Yeah, that is that is the correct take. I do have a question strategy wise. Is there more merit to leaving salary on the table this week? No. Than, than most weeks? in 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 head-to-head gbps yeah in head-to-head gpps i mean i always run in my optimizer i always run max salary at 49.8 anyway but Mm 49.8 when i'm hand building my swolecast listener league lineup which is up now 200 entries five dollars total prize is 900 dollars. i break free i said a mental not break free Mental hand build rule to leave five thousand dollars salary on the table just to make sure I'm not duplicated in the contest. It's a good, good. It's a good thing. Um, all right, so Pete, you're up. T- Tuttle. Oh no, it's, uh, it's it's over. Is that? But if we put so if we put like a two K defense in, we got eight thousand sixty six bucks per per spot. So we're we're gonna jam some studs. And we're gonna spin up on defense. <laughs> uh, all right, let's just uh, let's play. Jonathan Taylor versus the Jets. Yeah, Lock City. All right, I'm going to go now just so I can get this take in. Ugh, mute him. Mute Skip him, Devin. Me. Mute him. Actually, no, we're still left with too much salary. I was going to go with the AJ Green uh, bring back, but we have we still. Oh, I thought you were. Play. I thought you were ready to say bounce back spot. Derrick Henry catches five passes this week, and I oh, thought yeah. it could no. have been Adam Humphreys, honestly, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with the big dog, Derrick Henry. That gives us enough uh, salary for Zeke or Hopkins or Dalvin, so that's good. All right. <clears throat> Like like Pete so said, we do good. have our listener league. We'll give our disclaimers up next. Uh, Pete, what's the latest on before we move to running back? What's the latest on the uh, the lineup seller? Yeah, so I did take uh, producer Devin's suggestion and I asked for some references. I said I just want to make sure you have a proven track record. 
He sent me back a screenshot from the Monday night showdown. Uh, smart on him. I did say I want a showdown lineup. He entered $67 worth of contests and profited $124.25. So I'm convinced. And now I'm just trying to get his Venmo so I can pay him on the spot after seeing this testimonial. Keep us updated, please. We want to see what this lineup is. We should put our Swolecast cash lineup versus his and see which one does better next week. All right. Uh, running backs. We've got expensive running backs. We've got not quite as expensive running backs. We've talked about it a little. Um, Will you say Davis, that again, Dave? We have expensive running backs and not expensive running backs? Not as expensive running backs. <laughs> That's it's true not even about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to know... <laughs> Davis's take on Leonard Fournette this week. What? Fournette. I mean, I guess someone else can play him. I really didn't think we'd be starting the running back conversation with like the 19th best value on the board. Well, I just thought there are like actual over, good plays this week, bud. After he's just he took to get over a Ronald that, Jones dig in. that yeah. spot last week, I thought you might want to tell the spot. Brady fumbled it. <laughs> Jalen Richard fumbled it. Brady fumbled it. That Jalen Richard fumble was tilting. All right. Um, what are some of your running back takes, Tuttle? Yeah, so we mentioned some of them. I think Miles Sanders is going to be chalky. Kenyon Drake is for free on FanDuel. He's only 6,500 on FanDuel. I think you play him there. You can play him on DraftKings, though, too. He's only 6K on DraftKings. Um, I think the interesting question, uh, well, he's a free square on, on FanDuel, but the interesting question on DraftKings, I'm playing him, and I'm planning on blocking him in. Jonathan Taylor, um, it's an absolute nut spot for him. We know he's going to handle the majority of running back touches in a positive game script, which we would expect against the Jets. I'm My question to you guys, I guess, is do you think people will be like, I could have got this guy for 2K less last week. Why am I paying 7K for him this week? Are people going to play him? 100%. And, and he, well, I think he only caught one pass. And yeah, I mean, just like we've seen this happen in DFS a gadrillion times where a guy is mega chalk. He has a fine game, not, not bad, not great, is in a similar spot the next week and ends up being 20%, like, you know, 50% discounted in terms of ownership. Like he is the absolute A1 top jam five star gold lock play of the week. Yeah, you should More. be encouraged if you played him last week. He had 29 touches. Yeah. Even at 7K, you should be really excited to play him against the Jets. Yeah. And I would normally try to play the other side of it and be like, you know, Naheem Hines wasn't used because they were smashing the whole game, but they're playing the Jets. <laughs> yeah. They're playing. <laughs> they're <laughs> playing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The Jets are talking about going into hyperdrive, though. Yeah, what does that look like? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Adam Gates drifting it from second to third gear. Yeah. What is hyperdrive when it when you talk about that Jets offense? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, other running backs that you like? I mean, Zeke. You've got Miles Sanders, Zeke. You've got uh, Taylor. Uh, you've got Kenyon Drake that we've talked about. There's a ton of running back takes. This seems like last week with the wide receivers almost and zeke could have swapped scores with dak last week basically yeah, oh, yeah those... he could add 35 i i want to talk i want to ask tuttle this question is jarek mckinnon a trap if both moster and coleman are out which it sounds like they will be i think he is yes 
I, th- I think Davis nailed it on top of the show. You're just not going to – he's not a guy that's going to see a rule change. Like He's a guy that well, he's he'll coming see off injury. 15% more, but not 50% more. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to get – I would easily take him for under double-digit touches in this game. Like, I think five-ish targets and five-ish carries is probably a fairly reasonable projection for him. Um, but, again, then you're talking about if that's what you're getting out of him – that's not enough, really, to justify the opportunity cost at, at the position. Would and you rather team, have oh God, Gibson? I was just going to say, the team's decimated, so it's not even like the same yeah. offense that you're plugging him into either. Right. Would you rather have Gibson or McKinnon, Tuttle? Um, I'm going to go with Gibson. I think it's close. And I think you could actually use... Dude, the the, the, flop, the flop leg with Gibson week two, I mean... That's obvious, though. Yeah. But I think you could almost use uh, Overzet's argument for McKinnon if you wanted to say it's not going to be the same offense, if you think they're going to... Because they're down so many bodies, if you think they're going to actually try quick passing more, which I think is actually reasonable, could be a reasonable assumption if, if they're going to try to pass more quickly out of the backfield, then you would prop McKinnon up. I don't... I'm not sold on that being the case is what they're going to do. So I'm mostly avoiding McKinnon. I think you can make an argument for him. I don't think he's like a terrible, terrible play, but I don't think he's a a very good play. All right. What about the running back situation Uh, for the Rams? You've got acres that has like separated cartilage, uh, like rib cartilage. Like that sounds painful. Not as painful as someone puncturing your lung uh, with a, with a pain with a from a pain injection shot but still separated rib cartilage sounds gross and you've got i think he's 52 or 5400 as far as henderson goes 54 so uh on, on dk so what are your thoughts about the rams running back situation davis you probably hope that one of them is going to sit like you probably hope that that acre sits or that brown sits and i think henderson if one of them sits is fully in play, I probably am too much of a coward to chase it. If all three of them are active, even if it's like kind of an emergency active situation with acres. All right. They, they do other... like this Xavier Jones guy though, who, who made the 53 man roster over John Kelly. Wait, Xavier, uh, SMU, SMU. Yeah. We're here from the DFS days. Uh, is he a, the college football DFS days. Um, all right. Any other running backs that you guys want to talk about? High price guys like Elliot or uh, Cook, Jacobs. What about Carson? Josh Kelly versus the Panthers? I mean, the Panthers look on like, FanDuel on Fan where it's about touchdowns. I could yeah. see it. I could see it. Well, yeah. the thing is, is he's catching some passes too. It's not like he's just a total trap back. It he my take is that he's Melvin Gordon this year in that offense and is better than Melvin Gordon. Like I, I think his price is going to keep going up a little bit. So at 5,000 against the worst defense. Uh, I love that. All right. Yeah. And on FanDuel, if you don't play Derrick Henry. Oh God. The Derrick Henry flop leg three touchdowns this week. Derrick Henry is going to be in my cash game lineups kitchen this week on FanDuel. Are you worried about the double, triple reverse leverage uh, run bad spot where everyone thinks the Titans are the same team as last year. Everyone thinks the Vikings are the worst and it's, it's the letdown spot of all letdown spots. No, I don't. He's not worried. 
Talk about games that could be ugly. Yeah. Dave, I thought your Henry take from Twitter was that people just don't understand that it's only D Hember and he doesn't get going until then. So how are you playing him? And he's still going to ramp him up. He's still going to ramp him up. No, that's fair. The it doesn't matter. Hey, I'm Kitchen, still you've been him. you've been owned, bud. Yeah, you've been owned. Just take the L. You just yeah. got owned by facts and logic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think that Derrick Henry on FanDuel is a good play. You didn't do it right. You get it. See, I don't think he's the lock though. I think in, in cash games, it's it's pretty much Drake and Taylor, and then fill out your lineup from there. So if you have a spot for an expensive running back, you can play Henry, but. Just real quick on the subject of cash games, I, I want to make this point that Adam Levitan made, and it's I, I want to share it because it's <laughs> so beautiful. Make this point. I want to make this point that Adam Levitan Somebody else made. made. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to pair it. Gets more downloads, but go ahead. I would, yeah, I'd like to pair it this, which is just like last week. I was so convinced everyone on DraftKings would have that same team, right? With with Corey Davis and um, Logan Thomas, or. Uh, or, or whatever the 3k what you know you guys know what I'm talking about and like maybe 65 to 70 percent of people had it but nowhere close to everyone had it and it just it it truly shocks me every time that people pay for the content and then they're like I'm glad that I paid for this but I'm gonna play Zach Ertz in the flex and it's just like I, it's just incredible to me it, Davis being out of touch with the logic of hand builders once again <laughs> tail is all this time well, it's, 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 uh, it's game sad. selection too, right? Like uh, I saw Blender. I yeah, had a Blender good had a good this morning yeah. about the difference between a $100 single entry double up versus $5 single entry double up, which is why if you have like $100 to spend on any given weekend, you do not just enter it in one contest. You spread it along 100%. lower limit stuff. But like Darius Slayton was like 9.1% owned in, in the $5 single entry double up. 3.5% in the, in the hundred dollar. And he goes on listing the discrepancies. So yeah, it's, it's all about game selection too. All right. Let's talk about receiver. Do you have a, do we have an update on our, our guy on the hook? I haven't replied since he sent the screenshot. Yeah. Um, maybe I need to give him a holy shit, dude. Um, <laughs> any other, <laughs> any other, he uh, might be in YouTube uh, chat. Devin saying Devin. Oh, Devin thinks he's in the chat. Um, I think he me. I think that guy just meant he's in the Swolecast Listener League. He's gonna yeah, that's what him. I thought he meant too. Yeah. Um, should I should I ask him if we could maybe talk in like you know twenty minutes or so, fifteen minutes? Yeah, yeah, definitely get him on the hook. Come take a seat. All right. Um, let's talk about wide receiver. You already talked about Edelman. Um, as far as new deep threat Edelman. Well, who are some of the other wide receiver plays that, uh, that you like this week, Davis? Well, Deandre Hopkins is looking like, he's looking like a whole snack. He like a, is like pre- a top five, like a top five wide receiver this year. Bad process. Yeah, cer- certainly better than a top 15 wide receiver. Um, <laughs> no doubt about it. So Hopkins has one of the most absurd projections I've, I've ever seen like, like 24 DraftKings points. And then, um, you know, I think that, uh, Deontay Johnson at 5,400 going to be one of the biggest chalk spots of our time. I think that CD lamb at 5,400 I'm super curious to see how ownership stuff breaks down on Lockett and Metcalf at 6,500 and 6,400 on FanDuel. I wonder how many people play them both. 
Um, I wonder how many people play them both without Russell Wilson. Like, I, I think those are big uh, discussion points this week. Yeah. Uh, if you had to choose one, Tuttle, who would it be? One high-priced? No, one Seahawks wide receiver. Oh, uh, man, that's, that's tough. I'll go lock it, but I don't know. I'd have to look at individual matchups closer. Okay. Davis? Uh, I think Metcalf. I mean, I just, I just think Metcalf is is going to be. Play. I just gameplay, think he is. Sure. I mean, I just think he he like we all were too low on him. Like, I think he is such a not stud. Me. Not me. You uh, could also do kitchen. the. Th- you could also do the thing where you do lock it on the PPR site. No, um, I just want I want the grown man <laughs> on Fanduel. <laughs> on Fanduel. All right. I, I, in a vacuum, I prefer Metcalf. I'll be curious to see how the ownership shakes out. I'd probably just play the lower owned of the two. DJ Moore, this Carolina, I mean, Carolina's going to have to pass without McCaffrey. DJ Moore last week got some in garbage time, but you also have Robbie Anderson. Now you got Curtis Samuel talking about the, uh, the potential running back or using him in a running back role. I think that that was said over the summer, but – uh, what's your take on wide receivers for this Panthers team title? Yeah, that was over the summer, I believe. So I, I don't know how much stock I would put into that. Um, but Panthers wide receiver is DJ Moore. It's the guy you want. I think people will still be buying Robbie Anderson, and I think it's not the end of the world. Um, but it's not like it's, it's this is some great spot for them. So I'm not really forcing them into the into my builds. But if I want exposure to one, it's it's DJ Moore. Tuttle, what do you think about the take that DJ Moore actually is a big beneficiary of the McCaffrey injury because he is best able to replace a lot of those short area targets and they'll stop whoring themselves out to McCaffrey around the goal line so he scores like four touchdowns a year only? Yeah, I think you can make that case for sure. What about some guys that didn't do good last week? I'm thinking in particular about Adam Thielen and T.Y. Hilton. Dude, T.Y. is dust. But he but yeah. he dropped a wide-open touchdown. Yeah, because he's think, dust. Because he's bad. <laughs> no, you don't just lose your hands. No, he's, like, he's that's, dust, that's not the you part actually, that hey, dust. You actually do. Like, you just you, you are old, so you, your brain does not work as well. It's if literally he was faster, he would have been in a better spot to catch the ball. Okay, well, that is that might be true. But as far as, like, hands not working as fast as what they did last he's season, dust. I don't buy it. Well, also, we have we have two games. The The first game, Rivers locked into Paris Campbell. The second game, he locks into Mo Alley-Cox. Like, he does not seem too interested in feeding T.Y. Hilton the ball. We no. need the – who has the uh, separation stats for T.Y. Hilton? Next – where, where, where do I – next gen? I'll go look it up. Yeah. Uh, what about Adam Thielen? I saw a uh, shout-out to Ben Gretsch. He's got the stealing signals uh, stuff. If you haven't subscribed to that – um, go do that. It's not signal or noise. It's stealing signals at yards per Gretsch on Twitter. You can find it, but he said Adam Thielen's 289 air yards through two weeks are second only to AJ green against this banged up Titan secondary who just gave up 30 points to Jacksonville last week. Thoughts on Thielen. Davis, I wish he was discounted a little bit. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where it's like, he is kind want, of discounted on FanDuel. He's kind uh, of 72, 69 on, on DraftKings. It's one of those things. It's like, do you want uh, 
40% market share on a team that's going to throw the ball 25 times, or do you want the 20% market share on a team that's going to throw 50 times? Uh, the Vikings have only ran 96 plays, I believe, 96 offensive plays so far this year, and they just don't want to throw the ball. Like, even when they're behind, it takes them for a while to start throwing the ball. I think he's a fine play. It's a good matchup, but he's going to need volume eventually. We'll see if he gets it this week. Yeah, another stat from Thorman for that being a low post, uh, low pace game that they're averaging a league low 119 and a half plays. The Vikings are so it's just like the games against them, and we we know the Titans are willing to feed the big dog over and over if it's working. So this could just end up being kind of like a gross low scoring game. 92 plays is unreal, or 96 plays in two weeks is unreal. The Bengals ran 92 off. I mean, that's like that's week. like what they want to do too. Exactly. Like that, like that's like their their plan. Right. All right. Any other hot take, wide receiver takes uh, from you guys before we move on? I have is, one. Is, oh, go for it, Tuttle. And Peter has to play this guy in in the spy this this week. Okay. This is the terrible take. It's it, he's more expensive, so I don't know if you guys will let it slide as the terrible take. But I hope you do. 6,300 DraftKings. Game that I talked about that I like is kind of a sneaky spot. Rams versus Buffalo. I'll take, I'll take the other guy versus this guy for sure. Cooper Cup week. Ooh, I thought you were going Ro- Hey, you're forgetting revenge game, bud. Revenge game, Robert, Robert Woods, Bobby Trees. No, he's got the much. If, if, you, if you think defenses or matchups matter, Cooper Cup has the matchup in the slot. Taron Johnson has been getting absolutely dusted in the slot the past few games. I mean, he let up uh, – what's – what's? I don't even remember the guy. Who's the slot receiver for Miami now? Some terrible guy. Jakeem Grant? No. Isaiah Ford? Isaiah Ford. Please don't. He's Put some respect on Isaiah Ford's name. <laughs> He's letting Isaiah Ford hang numbers on him. He's letting other guys hang numbers on Dude, him. Dude, Isaiah it's a Ford, Cup week. grown man. Davis is just saying that because we're week. sitting next to him and his girlfriend in the uh, post game. Uh, <laughs> one of my biggest, one of my biggest memories from that whole experience, Pete, was that his girlfriend on her beanie had his number sequined on her her beanie. Ooh, I just thought that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, Deontay Johnson, who we sh- everyone should have played over Kirk last week, has a lingering toe injury. Uh, still should play, but any juju love this week, Davis? I mean, he seems fine. He seems like a good tournament play. Doesn't seem like a guy I would be playing cash at sixty six hundred. There's I would just play... lots of tournament plays this week at wide receiver this week. It's well, a leverage play. play. I would play Cooper over him, but I guess because I mean, he literally is actually total. Great point. Just he he is in between. Amari Cooper, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. So, like, he's like going to be like point. The hand builders will not be clicking. Juice Smith Schuster is the point there. And the Davis that play Deontay aren't going to be. Davis, have we seen? So, Deontay Johnson has more targets, more catches, more yards than Juju. Have we seen the flippening, or is this noise? I'll never waver. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't waver yet after two weeks. Let's see. But I. I'm. I'm scared. I'm scared, Pete. All right, let's go to FanDuel.com on FanDuel, and let's make a lineup. Tuttle, you go first. FanDuel.com, do we want to go a little chalky? We, we didn't go Taylor on DraftKings, did we? I don't, I, yeah, no, I don't we didn't. know what's going to be chalk this week, but uh, we'll see. I mean, we've been telling you what the chalk is for like 45 minutes now. 
Uh, Davis, you don't know what chalk is if it hits you in the face, but <laughs> on FanDuel, leave it to someone who's been on FanDuel for multiple years. All right, Tuttle. I'll do Taylor. Taylor Colts correlation. I mean, just the the FanDuel making Jonathan Taylor sixty seven hundred. It's just like, what's what's a what guy got to do? What you doing? <laughs> Davis, I mean, at least they made CD Lamb four hundred dollars more expensive. Do yes, Lamb, take? Lamb. Yeah, going with the chalky stack. All right, I don't think that... Lamb's going to be all that chalky. Honestly, no, he the won't. Chalky be. stack. Yeah. All right, if we're just all playing the best plays, I guess I'll put DeAndre Hopkins in. Isn't that what hand building is all about? This uh this lineup's looking a little bit better than the DraftKings one. All right. <laughs> you I'm mean gonna go... three volatile boom bus wide receivers doesn't make a good cash game lineup? <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh Thielen. Who's gonna Maybe be the first to, to tout Braxton Berrios on this show? Not me. Dude. Uh do we need a running back? Yes. Yeah. And okay. I would like to tout Joshua Kelly on FanDuel. Seems fine. Yeah. The Opto Bros tout Kelly on FanDuel. The hand builders tout him on DraftKings. <laughs> Tuttle. So here's where we need to uh get our stack and what are we gonna do here, boys? Oh shit! I got the uh, I got the real terrible take. Uh oh, here it is. Falcons at thirty two hundred defense. Oof, man. I got the real terrible take. Okay. Tyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Dan Arnold stack. Andy Isabella. Nope, Dan Arnold. Open keeps the flex open. Flex All open, right, baby. Let's do it. Dan Arnold, forty three hundred. I didn't even know Fanduel pricing went that low. <laughs> Bo Alley Cox was legit four K last week. He was, yes. And he still wasn't in the winning construction because everyone played Janu. Davis is a FanDuel thought leader. Still he just is. shakes me to my core. Just, you know, FanDuel is where I really exercise uh, my creative side not with the playing, hand building, you know? Not playing Janu or Hawkinson is donkey on FanDuel this week. No. Kitchen, Logan Thomas literally leads... All tight ends not named Darren Waller in target share. Did you say Logan Thomas? No, but you just said you just said not playing Johnny or Hawkins and his fish. And Logan well, Thomas in this, is no in this lineup we've got <laughs> Kyler Kyler and Hopkins and we could go. Oh, bring I it thought back. you just meant I thought you just meant in general. We also have Thielen that we could do the secondary stack with Johnu. I don't know why we're forcing in the double stack with Arnold. Here's here's what's happening, guys, is some of us are trying to make like a cash game lineup for the fans, and yeah. Dave is trying to do this heavily correlated GPP lineup. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. All right. Uh, we got tons of salary left. I left you D. Hember if you want it, man. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a broken man. Why not? <laughs> December... <laughs> DC. He just sad. was looking at those 8.7 FanDuel points last week, just tilting his face off like, you know. I, just I, actually, his- I actually wasn't because every 
I want this to happen because it gets people off of Dehember. Okay. No. Because the masses, Kitchen, they literally think exactly like you, Ari, Derrick Henry. Oh, you think that they're going to go back to the well this week? You think he's going to be chalk this week? Not this week, but I think he will. You were not, <laughs> Kitchen, you were not hoping to flop leg and play him this week. You're just like... That was that, the thesis of the play. That was the whole <laughs> thesis, Davis. It's it's not like they're going to be in three I'm weeks. Not, I'm not indulging this. It's not going to be like in week five, they're going to be like, well, he did only score 8.7 in week two, so maybe I should go back to him in week five. No, people are not going to go right back. No, everyone's him. waiting for them to play the freaking Jaguars in December, dude. Like, that's the that's the Henry game plan. We need to show, you, he like, a few. <laughs> he was a few shoestring tackles away from breaking some. I'm just going to tell you. It's we should do a week. show that's a uh, spoof on Mindhunter, but it's like getting inside the mind of a hand builder and just <laughs> how he imagines them. Kitchen, how he imagines. Kitchen doesn't have to. Kitchen is like the fourth quarter showdown hand builder. Like hey. he's the guy. Yeah, flash drafts. I thought about this. Flash drafts are the most pure form of hand building lineups because you cannot use an optimizer in your flash drafts. Um, have also, they been? Have they been Chris getting Carson, easier? Um, I don't know. Chris Carson broke me though. Fourth quarter of that uh, that New England game, though. The pass. Okay, him, can we talk? On. Can we talk tight end? I don't. I don't want to hear your flash are trash. No. no, but it's like they're doing now. It's like pick one between like DeAndre Hopkins, Dan Arnold, and Joe Schmo. It's like yeah. they're they're so obvious now. Yeah, but. But not that's if why you Kitchen choose. Likes it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't like it this year. I don't because I. But that's why people that do the like GPP play, some of them are winning. All right, um, let's talk about tight end, Davis. You want to talk about tight end? Talk about tight end. Well, I just find it interesting that Logan Thomas. What does this man got to do to get a price hike? He is he is two hundred dollars more expen or three hundred dollars more expensive on DraftKings this week than he was last week, and he again. Is le- like he he and McLaurin have the same amount of targets, and Thomas has more end zone targets than McLaurin. Like it's it's nuts. Like Logan yeah. Thomas is this year's Darren Waller. Like I'm ready to say it. Well, Darren Waller wasn't bad himself last week either. He he has a 38 percent target share of the Raiders' offense. He's only 5700 on DraftKings. Tuttle, who's going to be tight end chalk? I don't know yet. I don't know. It's it's. That's a tough call right now. You can spend up this week on like well, you can get more balance in your lineup. Right, it's an interesting construction. So, do people go back to Herndon after getting burned? Same price. No, point? I'm done. No, I'm done. No. If you want to get in the mind, if you want to get in the mind of someone who's been there with Herndon, I'm done. I'm just I'm out. I'm here no. just looking at the blitz projections, and Cardi wants me to jam Braxton Berrios and Chris Herndon, and just he hasn't his Chris his, Hogan. His jet Hogan. stuff is he's got to fix it. It's not he has Hogan projected for 14 FanDuel points. It's just not it's not updated. Yeah, he yet. had Hogan projected as the ninth best flex play on the on the slate. Raw projection. Chris Hogan season, baby. So uh yeah, you've got like Waller 5.7. You've got you know, people are not playing this guy this week, but he might Zach Ertz, 5.1. This might be the lowest he's been in a while. Um, and without Rieger, I gotta look numbers at him. He has he been what's target share like been for for Ertz? Twenty percent, 
and 22% for Goddard. They, he's ran more routes and been in for more snaps, but he's targeted at a lower average depth of target. Wait, were those Goddard's or Ertz's numbers? Ertz, Ertz, more snaps, more routes, lower average depth of target, a higher catch rate for Goddard. Goddard's caught like 77% of his targets or something, and Ertz is at 51%. Will we see a time when this season when Goddard's more expensive than Ertz? Yes. I can see it. Yeah. Maybe the answer this week without Rager is play both. That's Do you the guys... galaxy bring double stack there for tournament. That's a, that, you need a hard hat on for a take like that. <laughs> You're certainly, I don't know if you're going to be able to get your fancy optimizer to do that one for you. I think you might have to go in by hand and get that done. That's right. I don't, I don't think he'll be chalk, but I want to know if AJ Brown does not play, which I don't think he will play. Nope. You can, you can have your fill. You don't, you have zero interest in Janu after I've been telling you what they're doing. Like you've got <laughs> Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator who wants to get him the ball. First Do play I have the game interest play in the tight week, end Davis? who is more expensive than Logan Thomas, who's on a team that just threw 21 forward passes in a game? Uh, David Kitchen, I do not. You like Logan Thomas in that Washington offense. And Waller. Yeah, I could understand Waller, but like Jonu Smith without A.J. Brown, you've already well, I'm said also, that- I'm also not going to play. I'm also not going to play. Um, what's his face? Corey Davis? Tannehill. Yeah. So well, you've said that Corey Davis sucks. That's what you said on the Gill cast. You say that Derrick Henry sucks. I don't think I've said and Derrick Henry sucks. Well, you have. You uh, I, I have maybe I maybe have impli- I maybe have chat. implied it. You you were pretty you were pretty ticked. And I think you were doing it just to get a reaction out of me. Like you were venting on Sunday so that I would like feel hurt because of the venting that you did, but I didn't had you said something negative about your Tennessee Titans or Derrick Henry, that would have like I would have felt better. You're right. Yeah, but I just think that he is he is one of those tight ends that are in a good spot this week. Hashtag good spot when, the, Ooh, when there's got not a lot of receiving over under elsewhere. eighty total plays run in this uh, <laughs> in this Titans Vikings game. We got a uh, preliminary ownership projections up during the show from Jamino here. Logan Thomas, highest owned, followed by Waller, Hurst, but Hurst pops every week in those. I don't think he, he'll probably get bumped down a little bit. So Johnny is not popping yet, but I think we'll have to. I wonder but if Kitchen's, Kitchen's ready to get Kitchen's ready to get rich. Then I, th- I think he will see ownership, though. I, I do. Johnny will. Yeah. All right, uh, Overzet. What's uh, what's our guy saying about tight ends this week? <laughs> We hit a we hit a hard wall. He said, "Ask away, but I'm at work. I can't talk on the phone." Oh, so, man. might Dude. have to. Uh, it's a real bummer. Should have asked if he was a pro. Thought I thought you were a pro. All right, I'll get you with that. You you, you should say. <laughs> you should say. I thought I you were a pro. I can't, I can't buy lineups from someone who who doesn't yeah, do it full job. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said I thought your job was DFS. <laughs> Oh gosh, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Hunter M in chat is really displeased with your guys's Jarek McKinnon projections. I saw that. And talk about flop lag on that displeasure there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> What's he saying? He says, um, "Laugh my ass off at McKinnon projections here. How much read did you have last week?" Hashtag chump. <laughs> 
I don't wow. know what having Reed has to do with McKinnon's projection this week. Because we're we're buying we're buying the idea that first of all the coaches haven't said anything about McKinnon. Davis like, is just... buying it. I think I'm I think I'm higher on JMK than than you guys are because I'm just a JMK truther. And I am a JMK. I am a JMK truther. The returns have been great early. The other thing is this team that they've been talking about how this MetLife turf is terrible and they're they're likely not going to play Jimmy and Kittle this week because they're so tilted about the turf. Doesn't seem great to expose Jarek McKinnon to like right. this awful stadium. Let, let's uh, get the guy coming in off ACL surgery. That's our third yeah, down two pass ACLs. Yeah. No, you don't know that <laughs> let's, he's let's just, grind him on that turf. Grind you don't him know that every he's down just the third down turf. back. He scored a he touchdown is. in each of the first of his two Kitchen. weeks. I don't. I think that Jarek McKinnon is is amazing, but the team views him as a third down back via the the snaps he's played. Davis, do you know what's crazy? Is you we had a literal boots on the ground, hand in the turf at MetLife Stadium. I mean, how did we not have a take on the quality of that? Oh turf? my gosh, you're right. Missed opportunity. That could have been a whole bit for you. <laughs> Davis doing snow angels in the MetLife. <laughs> I mean, you think about this. <laughs> The Nick Mullins pair him with Brandon Ayuk and Jared All right, McKinnon. Stop the show and just <laughs> we're, get we're, rid we're of here. On, on, <laughs> on Yahoo, Nick on Mullins super is the draft <laughs> where you get a 49ers boost. <laughs> on Fantasy Up, where if you own the site, you can play on your own site. You're going to play that in your accuracy cup contest, Dave, just to get leverage on the field. Man, I, after two weeks. <laughs> After soccer dad is hurting, not repping Archie well at all. All right. Any uh, any thoughts on defense? Tuttle, you've got a Yahoo defense. <laughs> I, I do have a Yahoo defense. Because the Buccaneers are minimum price. <laughs> the top projected defense of the week is minimum price on Yahoo. Go ahead and play the Tampa Bay Bucks on, on Yahoo. They're actually really uh, egregiously priced on FanDuel as well. FanDuel on FanDuel. All right. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's actually a really tough week for defenses. Like, there's none that like stand stand out except for the Bucks at 3,800 on FanDuel. The, Falcons. The, Falcons on FanDuel also feels just like just take it and build around it. Defenses don't matter. This lineup seller is basically about to send me his W two from his day job. <laughs> He says, he, DF, he says, DFS is a side hustle and a damn good one, but I'm not a pro yet. I make 50K a year at my nine to five, then 30K a year from DFS. Wow. He's, <sighs> he's rich, dude. He's 50K? Rich. All right. Um, 50K, dude? want to say thanks to everyone that, <laughs> that has subscribed. We need a, little, a few more subscribers. You're talking sous chef money for this guy. If it's no salary shaming in this economy. Wait, I missed it. How much does he make? I was busy by. Oh shit, dude. Um, All right. Dave, we are five subscribers away. We need to get, yeah, we got to get five subscribers. We got to, the show is, the show is too good to be not. <laughs> it's to too be good. <laughs> okay. We're Hang on. A... Why we get that. I do want to just, can I lead everybody in a little hand exercises here? Just yeah, why yeah, we sure. get these last five subscribers. I want to make sure you guys are ready to build later this week here. All right. Oh, what do you, Tuttle, you got the stress. I got the gripper, there? gripper oh. for, I found it somewhere. Nobody plays the guitar things for like for guitars and you can do the in- individual fingers. Davis, stop doing a million tests. I want your hands up here. I want the hands. Dude, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get bids. Or, I'm trying to get bids ready, bro. No, Davis, put your hands up here. Then 
Put um, the pinkies Not, up. No, I'm already done. Actually, no, sorry. Put the hands down in the pinkies up. This is the steeple. Open it up. There's all the people. Now you're ready to build a cash game lineup. All right. That was way more appropriate than I thought you were going to go with the hand exercises. <laughs> no, don't. St- I don't know why I'm covering my webcam. You're lucky um, I don't have a zipper on my pants. Otherwise, we'd get it. <laughs> We've got to give our um, our plays for the Listener League as far as our qualifiers. But before we do that, I do want to thank everyone that has left comments, especially on our iTunes channel. Uh, this was from William Wallace. Entertaining with some actual value. With some actual value. Longtime listener, first time smasher of the five-star button. Feel like this is the best Swolecast crew yet. It's been a blast to watch Davis progress from striving to be cool millennial to slightly comfortable with himself enough to poke fun at his own douchery. If any of these guys was famous, this would be the entourage of NFL DFS podcast. And yes, that is meant to be a compliment. Guys, we hit a thousand subscribers. Streamers come down, Devin. All right. So let's give our qualifiers. Davis, who do you got? Uh, KJ Hamler. Hamler. Real original, taking uh, Tuttle. Just give your terrible take and Cooper, Cooper Cup. All right, that's your terrible take. Yep. So Cooper Cup, you want to be a little bit more original, a little more flexible this time, Peter? Uh, I I will practice what I preach this time. Let's see who can win the listener league with two Jets in their lineup. Two Jets. And Jet McKinnon does not count as one of them. Oh, it should. Okay, the jet theme. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And you can, you can play jet. See, that's what I'm talking about. All right, and then I will go with you. Have to play these three guys: Henry, Thielen, and Hilton. I thought you were going to say Henry, Janu, and Ryan Tannehill. No, you wanted to. Henry, Hilton, and Thielen. I'm just giving people the recipe for success. All right. Uh, that will do it. Closing thoughts, Pete. Do we have anything else from our guy? Yeah, don't listen to kind of the gaslighting that Davis is trying to do about how I build my showdown lineups. I do these yep. bad boys with my bare hands. I crack my knuckles. I get to work really early each day building hundreds. Which would you have to be paid to build 60 showdown lineups by hand just for a bit? Would you do it? Would you literally record yourself doing it? Put it in fast motion just for a bit? I mean, when you look at my ROI these days, it's a pretty good hourly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, Even the hourly on winning 3k of building 60 lineups by hand would be terrible. <laughs> in my mind, I won 25,000 on Monday. That's kind of oh. how I'm playing this. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fair then. Also, Thursday night, the showdown king, LaVisca Chenault versus Patrick Laird. I mean, yeah. it's go time, baby. All right. Uh, Tuttle, closing thoughts? Super Cup, 10 catches, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Okay. Davis? Just don't be a donkey and and lower your Jonathan Taylor exposure from last week. He's, he's the best play of the slate on, on, on FanDuel and DraftKings. And Yahoo. And Yahoo DFS and Super Draft. I just want to thank everyone for subscribing, smashing the like buttons. And I just want to say, 
to all the grinders out there, I appreciate you. You know, I went into the show thinking that we would out uh, Matt Lewis, whatever his name is. And then I find out this guy is just a grinder like one of us. He is. I literally just got a message from him. He goes, stick to single entry and 50-50 contest doing the 80-20 rule and you'll be very profitable. I mean, this you know is what? a grinder at heart. What's the 80-20 yeah. rule? We'll see. Let's see what his lineup is. Davis doesn't even know the 80-20 rule. Wow. Is that 80% know, of your action in cash, 20% of your action? You don't know Pareto's principle? Come on, yeah. bro. Read a book. All this right. so out of touch with the, the DFS populace. Yeah, I just want people to know that there are guys out there making 50K a year, 30K on the side, that are grinding, <laughs> hustling, <laughs> wanting to do this full time. And that could be you too. So tune so in next week. Pete, yeah, slide text 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 to the grinders. <laughs> To the grinders. All right, that will be it. Hand-built tough. That's a swole cast. We'll see you next week, week four here on rotorgrinders.com.